0: Welcome back sports fans. Welcome back to Sports Box. I'm your host Jude as always and welcome back to the final installment of the 2020 NFL Mock Draft. Now the previous two podcasts have been uh, previewing picks 1 through 21 and today we are capping it off with picks 22 through 32. Now obviously if you haven't heard those I definitely go check them out but if you're just here to stay that is okay. I do want to remind you that uh, there are no trades in this Mock Draft. Well I and very confident saying that there will be trades tomorrow in the NFL draft. There are just no trades. I'm having everyone keep their pick just so you know, I can give everyone a fair chance of who I think you know, what prospects will go to what team. Um, we, we, uh, we, uh, we stopped at the Vikings, so let's just get right to it, um, and let's start with the Vikings. Uh, so with the 22nd pick in the NFL Mike draft, I have the Minnesota Vikings taking Yator Gross Matos, defensive end, out of Penn State. I can't say enough about this guy. He's a big physical and fast defensive end. Um, he's 6'5". He he plays really fast. He plays like he's a little smaller. He can get around the offensive lineman. He had 17.5 sacks, three, uh, 35 s- tackles for loss, and two years as a starter at Penn State. I think this would just be a great addition to defense. Not much more to say. Obviously, matching him up with Daniel Hunter is just, I think that's the perfect combination for them. Do remember, they do have the 25th pick. So this is why they go with, the, obviously, the best prospect here. And then they could go maybe team needs at 25. With the 23rd pick, I have the New England Patriots take in, maybe future Gronk, uh, Cole Kemet, tight end out of Notre Dame. I really like Cole Klement. After watching him, I'm not saying he's going to turn into Gronk, but I mean, he is an absolute beast. He's 6'6". six, He's big. And he can do everything. He's a Swiss Army knife. He uh, he can pass, block, run, block, and he can even catch the ball. And that's really what you want in a tight end. He fits what Belichick wants to do in this his offense. Um, obviously, I think they need to add another passing option to, or a passing threat to this offense. Obviously, they did lose Rob Gronkowski a few years ago. He didn't, He wasn't really the same at the end towards his years, and they've always been flipping between receivers. And now that Brady's gone, they're really going to have to find another target for whoever the quarterback might be, like a Jared Stidham, or maybe they find somebody in the draft, but they were really going to need another option in the passing game. And like I said, he could do run and passing block, which is another, you know, an upside. Um, with the 24th pick, I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, well, the Saints have the 24th pick. And I'm going to go with the Saints taking Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU. You know, th- this LSU defense was phenomenal last season, and he's a big reason why. And so that's why I, I was a little shocked that people don't have him higher. I would say he's the best linebacker, but he is definitely a go-after linebacker. He-, he-, he has great eyes. He's very versatile. He's going to hit you. If you're in that open field, he doesn't care who you are. He's going to hit you, and that's kind of what the Saints like. They like those players who, you know, they, 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 uh, they, they want to just knock someone out. That's what they want, and Sean Payton literally wanted that. <laughs> um, but I, I do think this would be a great addition to a defense where they've always missed that one position that really hasn't, you know, been there. And obviously, not just the tackling. He's a, he's a great coverage linebacker. He's able to coverage. Like I said, um, he has great eyes. He's able to really see what's happening on the field, and they're really going to need a player like that that can be that quarterback of the defense for them. Now with the twenty-six pick, um, now this one's interesting because the Dolphins they have already had other two other picks, and in my mock draft I have them taking Justin Herbert with the fifth pick and at the 18th pick Tristan Wirfs, two guys that are really going to help the offense out, and just add another guy like Jonathan Taylor, and I think you have a already a dynamic offense right there. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is probably the best running back or if one of the best. I think him, DeAndre Swift, and J.K. Dobbins are the three best running backs. I know a lot of people are, like, iffy on um, Jonathan Taylor, but after seeing, like, just his highlights throughout the season, his film, I really do like what he brings to the table. I think that he is a big physical runner with a second gear in the open field. I think he has an explosive uh, first step that allows him to, you know, hit that hole and just go straight at it, which coincides with his great cutting too. I just think Jonathan Taylor is the best option. He's a bigger physical guy. I like DeAndre Swift. I don't think they really want like a receiving back. I think they need a physical downfield runner. That's, that's exactly what Jonathan Taylor is, but remember, he has that speed that goes on to him being physical. Um, but like I said, John, uh, J.K. David, uh, J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor, I think they're the three best in this class. And obviously, they are going to go off the board sooner or later in the second round. In the 27th pick, I have the Seattle Seahawks taking Joshua Jones. Tackle out of Houston. I really like this guy. And obviously, I... Like I said, I think this kind of speaks for itself Uh, once again. The Seahawks, they just need offensive line. They need to protect Wilson, especially in a division where you got a lot of good defensive ends. And I I think they're going to need help, especially with that tackle position. And I think that's why they just go Joshua Jones. He has a big frame, which allows him to take up his area very nicely. With the twenty-eighth pick, now this one was interesting because I, I think the Ravens could really go anywhere too. I think uh, there's a lot of teams that could go anywhere in this draft that don't have an exact positional need, but I think uh, a positional need that's kind of you know kept under the carpet is a linebacker. I think i and I think a linebacker is a very important position that they're going to need to have any success going forward. Look, they 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 were amazing last year, right? Lamar Jackson out of this world, but they they missed that linebacker position, and honestly, I think at the end of the day. That's where their defense really suffered, and that's where teams took advantage of them. So, getting a guy like Zach Bond, linebacker out of University uh, out of uh, Wisconsin, is just a great addition to that team. Um, he's a very explosive linebacker that actually reminds me of former, you know, uh, All Pro linebacker there, C.J. Mosley, who was just a dominant. Uh, he was just a dominant player at that middle linebacker position, and I think he can also, you know, get into that, you know, role of C.J. Mosley and what he did. Um, he has the speed, just besides his uh, explosiveness at uh, the line of scrimmage, I think he has the speed to be able to cover those fast running backs, those big tight ends. I think he's really a versatile player in all aspects of the game, and I think that it would be a great addition to this defense that already suffers enough at the middle linebacker position. With the 29th pick, I'm going to have the Tennessee Titans take Austin Jackson off as a tackle out of USC this is another one that just speaks for itself. I think that you lose Jack Conklin, probably one of the best tackles in the game. You, you're going to have to find a replacement, and, and this is the perfect situation. You're at 29. You don't have to trade up, and I think he's going to be there. He's going to be right at your lap at 29. You could take him, and there you go. You got another solid offensive tackle. Now, is he going to be Jack Conklin first year? No, I don't think he will, but he can blend into that type. Um, he has a great frame. He's a great run-blocking tackle who I think they really need, especially with obviously we saw what Derrick Henry did in the postseason where they love to just run Derrick Henry. They're going to need another tackle that helps in the run game. Uh, and He's also a good pass blocker, but run game is where he really specializes in. With the 30th pick, I have the Packers taking Brandon Ayuk, and he's a name that um, has kind of popped up recently, and some mock drafts, he's a prospect that's kind of on the rise, and I I really like what I saw, you know, I was kind of like, who is this guy, and then I saw what he did, and I was very impressed, I really like what he's able to do. He's not like a he's not a speed demon like a Henry Ruggs. And obviously, I don't think the Packers would go in that direction. Personally, I like they I think they like their bigger receivers who still have speed, and that's exactly what Brandon Nyuk is. He's only 6'6, but he has he, he's he's capable of doing those go up and get their passes from Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers would love a guy like this. And honestly, I mean, under Devontae Adams, you can learn a lot, and he could possibly become that next Devontae Adams for them. And his footwork, he has great footwork, which allows for separation so fast off the line. And he's able to get wide open and score many touchdowns for Arizona State when he was there. With the 31st pick, I have the 49ers taking Travon Diggs, cornerback out of Alabama. I just have to say, uh, before we wrap all this up, I love this cornerback class this year. I think it is a phenomenal class. I think it is so deep that there are guys going in the third round who are going to be great cornerbacks in the NFL. I really do like it. And I think Travon Diggs is one of those guys that is really good. Um, he's a big cornerback. He's 6'1". Um, he definitely uses his size to his advantage. He's able to body receivers when he needs to. Obviously not with the pass interference, but he's able to really body receivers when he needs to. Remember, I mean, he's in a division where they went up against some tough guys. I mean, they went up against LSU. He had to play Justin Jefferson. He had to play a few other guys. And, you know, he, he did what he had to do. He, had to, he did his job. Um, uh, and I think the biggest thing I know about him is he's able to adjust to the ball, which goes with his great eyes. I think there's a few plays where you could see him. He really is able to adjust to the ball. He's able to move quickly and take that interception or fumble and just return it to the house. He's definitely a guy the 49ers need on that defense, especially with already a great front seven. They could just add another good cornerback to that defense. And last but not least is uh, Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. I have them taking Caesar Ru- Ruiz uh, center out of Michigan. I-, I don't see him as a day one starter. I don't know how long it'll take up to a start, but I think this is a solid center for the future for them. Honestly, this team is so complete. They don't really have any holes. <laughs> I mean, they, they just have-, they have the MVP. They have one of the best receivers or the fastest receiver. And uh, personally, I think this would just be a – you know, add another good center, and you're good. I mean, I, I really don't really need to explain this pick. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for being along for the ride for all three podcasts, and I want to thank all of you for listening. Um, obviously, I will have a podcast, maybe a draft recap, but I will definitely get into the Brady-Gronk situation. Well, not really situation, but the, uh, the brothership coming back together, or they, re- uh, they are having a reunion in Tampa Bay. I really do... I'll get more into it later. Um, But anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Jude, signing off.